Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day three with Pastor Dale Colbertson from the Hope City Church, the founding pastor. And pastor, it's been a blessing already. I'm just really enjoying our time together. So thank you for being with me. Not a problem. And so we're going to just uh, kick it over to pastor to kind of continue on what we've been talking about or whatever's new in his heart. Well, you know, we, yesterday we talked a lot about repenting and changing. And the actual thought of repentance to change your mind, to change the way you think, to come into a new revelation of something. And that comes about through preaching the Word of God. The Bible tells us in Romans 10, 17, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Yes, sir. There was a preacher named Fred Price, and he changed that just a little bit. He says, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing Come and hearing on. and hearing the Word of right. God. And I have to tell people over and over again, it's not what you have heard, it's what you are hearing. Oh, come on. Because too many people have heard the, the Word of God, but they're not having it as a part of their life. And they think because they have heard it, that it's still vibrant within them. Mm -hmm. I tell them that the Word of God is like manna in the, uh, the wilderness experience. Yeah. That every day they had to gather manna, except on one day, where they could gather a double portion and keep it over for the next day so they could rest on that day. Mm -hmm. And many of the people evidently tried to gather more so that they could have some for the next day and not have to go out. And when they opened up their their jars, it was full of worms. It was yep. polluted. Come on. The Word of God is a living thing. It needs to be received on a regular basis. And when it's received on a regular basis, it causes faith to grow. Yep. It causes faith to become, and I shouldn't say grow because we've been given the measure of faith, mm -hmm. but faith becomes alive. Yep. It becomes a living thing, something that's stronger in you than ever before. And that leads us to thinking about in Hebrews, the 11th chapter, verse 6, where it says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. Yep. And some people say, well, I just don't have the faith. Well, that's not true because... In Romans, we're told that he gives to each man the measure of faith. Yes, sir. Now, one translation calls it a portion of faith, mm -hmm. meaning that everybody has gotten a portion of faith. It's enough faith to get them saved, to get them challenged for their assignment. Mm -hmm. It's enough faith to get them where they can see the miraculous take place in their life. And it's enough faith for them to accomplish it. One day I was praying about this, just to put it bluntly, and I said, what do, what do you need? He said, that portion I've given you is enough to meet anything I ask you to do. Wow. And the moment that he said that, from that moment on, it's been a settled issue. If he asked me to pray for somebody, I've prayed for people. If he's asked me to do something that seemed a little unusual, I've done it. Yes. This morning, I received a phone call from someone who I hadn't talked to in 40 years. They live in another state and all of this. And they reminded me of the fact that I prayed for their dad. And their dad was dying of heart trouble. And I remember that when I started to pray for him, and he was kind of weak, that I felt like, you know, I was supposed to just, I thought I'd just go over and lay hands on him. And when I got there, the Spirit of God says, it's time to shake him up. And he said, grab him by the lapels. I grabbed him by the lapels of his suit coat. I lifted him off the ground and shook him like a rag doll. Now, he wasn't a little man. And so I knew, first of all, I received supernatural strength to do that. <laughs> oh Second of all, his suit didn't tear to pieces. Wow. And the third of all, he was healed. And he lived a number of years after it's when they had given him up to die within a few months. 
Wow, amazing what happens when we obey, isn't it? It's a, the obeying, but it's that faith issue. Yeah. You get to the point where you realize you've got enough faith for any assignment that God gives you. Now, don't try to do it on somebody else's assignment, mm-hmm. but it's on the assignments he's spoken to your heart, and that comes by hearing the Word of God. Yeah. The Amplified, I love it what it says. It says, hearing the words that proceed out of the mouth of Jesus Christ. Well, the Holy Spirit said that he would be a true witness of everything Jesus said. So the Holy Spirit's going to be that mouth that he wants to speak into your life. And you have the Word of God, the written Word of God, and you have the rhema Word of God where the Holy Spirit speaks to you. Yes, sir. And I think that too many times our faith is trying to rest on something we've heard a long time ago rather than keeping it vibrant in our heart and listening to the Holy Spirit. Well, it reminds me of the importance of being in, not only in church, but in the right church where you can have faith. You know, if your church is, is preaching that God might heal you, he might not, you're not going to have much faith for, for healing. I, I've never seen somebody get healed in a church where they said, you know, God might do something, but God might not. Yeah. You know, it's uh, kind of six of one, half a dozen of another. Yes, sir. I've had people talk about, well, we just don't know the will of God. Well, yes, we do. It's called the Word of God. Yes, sir. And when we start taking the will of God as the Word of God yeah. and the Word of God as the will of God, yeah. it starts changing how we see God. We see Him with a different set of eyes. We see Him with a, a I, I want to call it like a laser vision that just penetrates all the crud that the world tries to tell us about God. This is the will of God. That's the will of God. Yeah. Well, the will of God is that you prosper and you be in health all of your days as your soul prospers, as your mind, your will, and your intellect prospers, as your spirit man grows in him, yep. where you have a greater knowledge of the God you serve and you really get to know him. Yes. It changes everything. Yeah, it reminds me, Pastor, of uh, early in my ministry when I was in the nursing home and uh, Holy Spirit said, I want you to lay hands on this lady that was 50-some pounds she was in her 50s and had Lou Gehrig's disease. And I can still see her in that, just, you know, you can imagine 50-some pounds and, and braced up by pillows. And, you know, Mark 16, a lot of people want to ignore, but one of the things in there, it says, well, shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And a couple of verses later, it says, the Lord working with them, confirming his word through signs following. And, you know, God healed Miss Donna, Lou Gehrig's disease. She was on hospice. So they gave her three to five days to live. Praise and praise God. God's a healing God. And he's yes. no respecter of persons, right, Pastor? If he healed her, he'll heal anybody. Amen. And so he's just waiting for us to stand on his word. He's waiting for us to actually believe that his word is true. But it's impossible. I'm going to say this. It's impossible to believe God's word is true if you're not hearing his word. Oh, amen. That's why going to church, that's why fellowshipping with other believers is so important. It's why we want to encourage each other with the word. There's a scripture in Malachi, the fourth chapter, and it says, and they spoke often of the Lord and God recorded it in heaven. Hmm. I love the fact that when we speak often of the Lord and we talk about him, that heaven's paying attention to that. Praise God. I think today, I was just thinking of you and I as we were talking that we're, we're, we're sharing this, but heaven's going, I like what they're saying about him. Praise I like what God. they're saying about Jesus. I like what they're saying about our Father God. Yes, sir. And the Holy Spirit. Oh, my Praise goodness. Praise God. What well, prompted me about one of my favorite scriptures, Pastor, Matthew 10, 32, red letters. Therefore, whoever confesses me before men, him will I also confess before my Father who is in heaven. 
And that's not a one-time thing. You know, if we're living for Jesus, we're confessing Jesus through these testimonies, whatever, we're, we're doing the Word because He is the Word. Yes. And that's the issue that we ha- often have is people trying to find a one-time confession. They kind of have it like a checklist. I've done that. Okay, now I'm right with God. Well, right with God's like having a right relationship with your wife. You don't kiss her once and think that's all you got to do. Right. You, it's an ongoing relationship. And if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. Amen. Well, praise God, Pastor. We're going to finish up today. If you would pray, and then we'll move on to the next day. Well, Father, I just thank you for your goodness. I thank you, Father, for your word. I thank you that in trusting your word, we build our lives we put ourselves on a firm foundation, a solid rock. We're not moved by experiences that are contrary to that. We're able to stand and know that your word's greater than anything that we have to face and that we put ourselves in position of trusting you over and over and over again. And we thank you for it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pastor, if you would please share your contact information. My phone number is 812 812- Four five seven eight five eight seven, and I would look forward to hearing from some of you. Praise God! And I just heard in the Holy Ghost, uh, you know, in the previous message about there's somebody out there that you you're prompted to call Pastor. Call Pastor up. I'm sure he's happy to talk to you and pray with you. And yes. uh, God is a relationship God, and there's a reason you're listening to these podcasts. And so I encourage you to give Pastor a call. Well, that's all the time we have for today, folks. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.